0: These are extraordinary times, but with too much information and much of it confusing. On Body Ecology Living, I interview some of the best minds to help you live your best life possible. We'll discuss topics on using foods to heal, on building a hearty immune system, on aging well, on taking care of your gut and, of course, your brain, But most of all, on clarifying the right steps to be happier, healthier, and having the energy to make a difference in your own world. Thank you everybody for joining Body Ecology Living. My guest today is Jonathan Landsman. I'm sure you probably have heard about him many, many times or know who he is, know about his work. He's done great summits on Alzheimer's, for example. And when we were talking, going back and forth, deciding what to talk about, he wanted to talk about oral health. And I thought maybe we should do Alzheimer's, but we settled on oral health. And I'm glad we did, because I think you are going to love the information that's going to come out in this podcast. So Jonathan, thank you very much for taking the time, because I know you're really busy to be here for us all.
1: It's My pleasure, Donna. It's been a long time, probably too long, could easily say since we've uh, seen and talked to each other. So great to be here. And I know you're a huge expert when it comes to gut health issues in particular and how that relates to the whole rest of the body. So when it comes to oral health and how that's polluting the digestive system 24 hours a day, if you don't have it right, it's a great topic to talk about.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I'd like for, you know, if you don't mind, just take a second or two to tell people, a little bit about you in case they don't know who you are, about your podcast, the name of your podcast and all. But I just want to start with, the, say this, it really surprised me that there wasn't the oral cavity, you know, the microbiome in the oral cavity is not like the microbiome in the gut. I mean, it is and it isn't. I can explain that a little bit better. But I thought they would be identical, exactly identical, but it looks like from everything I've been able to learn and research is that the oral cavity is very much dictating what's happening downstream, in the, even in the gallbladder and so on. So I want to bring that up because I found some real interesting research there, and then all the way down to the microbiome. So this is really going to be an important talk. This whole was a great lesson for me to learn some of this. So if you don't mind, just let's get started and just tell people who you are if they don't
1: know. Just real quick, I've been uh, on the internet for many years, but I was in the health and fitness industry starting in 1986. Oh my God. Over 35 years in the industry, brick and mortar, running clubs, personal training, aerobic classes, huge facilities up to 100,000 plus square feet, tennis, fitness, weightlifting, all that kind of stuff. And so I've been in the industry for a very long time. Met thousands and thousands of people literally every single year, listening to them complaining about all kinds of stuff. And long story short, my wife, God bless her. She said, Jonathan, we got to do this. And what she was referring to is getting on the internet. So many, many years ago, we got a website and here we are now serving a lot of people. And it's been a great journey, but well worth it, you know, cause now when I speak to, you know, a topic, It's talking to a lot of people instead of sort of one-on-one and in small groups. And in fact, a lot of the people i worked with in health club industry, they all said it to me before I even had a website. Jonathan, you got to get a website. You got to get this message out there. So they were all right. And uh, so here we are over 35 years later. And it's been a great journey and a lot of work still to do, which I'm sure... You can appreciate, Donna. It's true.
0: So when you were starting your clubs, I was on a major quest to find out what was wrong with me and, and many of us. So I've been on that journey for a long time, too, in about 30 years, actually presenting body ecology to the world. But, you know, one of the things I do love about this, because I've done a couple of gut summits and you were on those, and I just love it that because we're all so busy, we're in our little different worlds. But through things like this, we are we remain friends. And it doesn't matter if a couple of years have gone by where there's that camaraderie and friendship. So that's I love that about this too. So anyway, thank you for being here. Let's jump into the oral cavity talk because and I just want to start out by saying it's an extremely vascular area. So maybe people don't think about that. They don't can't see how vascular it is, it's is all under the gums and everything. So Here are things in the mouth leaving thoral cavity, and then what happens? I'll let you take, you know, what kind of diseases start showing up when we have pathogens in our mouth?
1: I think you already said a mouthful, no pun intended, (laughs) but it's very true. I think the first huge problematic thing that I would hope anyone listening to this podcast, they're already past that point, but a lot of people who everybody listening, they know who I'm talking about. They just don't understand how important oral health is as it relates to the rest of the body because in Western medicine, everything is so compartmentalized, right? If I have a cavity, it's just a cavity, no big deal. Drill and fill and that's it. Root canal treated tooth, we can get into that if you like, Donna, because it's really important how many of those are infected And they do pollute the digestive system, our bloodstream, our lymphatic system. A lot of the problems within conventional dentistry are doing just that, contaminating all our other systems and organs, every cell in our body, 24 hours a day. But I think the problem is that a lot of people just don't see that connection because all of Western medicine is like that. If you have a problem in your head, take a pill for your head. If you have a problem in your gut, take something to calm it down or maybe, God forbid, all the way to the end, go to surgery and cut it out. And it just stays local and people don't get just what you illustrated at the beginning, which is when you look at even the microbiome of the gut versus the mouth, sure, we could put everybody asleep with trying very hard and probably failing at pronouncing all the bacteria that exist that we know of in the mouth of the gut. But the most important thing to understand is that what's happening in the mouth is the upstream Mm -hmm. and that you are correct in what you said before. What's going on here in the mouth 24-7 is then downstream affecting everything else. And here it is, we we think about all the time, so much within the natural health world, and I don't have to tell you, Donna, you talk about it all the time as well, leaky gut. That's serious. Poor digestion, directly connected to all kinds of issues, obesity, brain dysfunction, even heart problems, which kind of first get their way back from the gut into liver toxicity. And I did a whole program on liver problems as well. But all of this backing up that's happening in our systems that nobody wants, nobody wants a heart attack, nobody wants dementia, nobody wants to feel depressed, you know, just foggy-brained and lose their memory, as I said before. Nobody wants those things. But nobody is connecting these issues problems first in the mouth for years and years and years. And that I think in and of itself is a really big problem. And that's why I have not stopped beating the drum, Donna, for many, many years about getting rid of toxicity. We all appreciate that. But man, how important number one is the mouth. When you're concerned about cancer, the top Mm -hmm. clinics in the world won't do anything else no therapies no herbal remedies no fancy machines to put people through no energy medicine none of that is first the first thing they do in some of the best cancer clinics is clean up the aspects of what's happening in a mouth that's pouring toxicity into the rest of the body and then we can relieve the immune system when we can get it to go after these cancer cells because that's what everyone would want if they're dealing with a cancer diagnosis. So it's just all of these things just point back to really taking this issue much more seriously. And I'm sure anybody listening this far and hasn't hung up or gotten away from their computer, they can appreciate what I'm saying.
0: And it was beautifully said, very comprehensive, but suddenly you made me think of something. You know, the big buzzword today, functional medicine is inflammation. So Obviously, we are also talking about inflammation. You're talking about another major cause of inflammation. You know, something that's interesting to me, because now we have these millions of long haulers all over the world, many of them say, before I had COVID, I was healthy. And so nobody really is finding out from them, well, did you have any problems with your mouth? Because sometimes we have problems in our mouth and gum disease, and you don't even know it, right? But have you, I mean, because you're all over everything, I can't believe that you haven't wondered about COVID or, you know, about these long haulers. But on the list of things they need to do to bring inflammation under control, because they still have a ton of it happening, this is like really a, another important thing to that they should be doing. So I want to get to solutions Further on into the podcast, but so that's great that you. Oh, the one thing I did want to mention, I sort of touched on it in the very beginning, is that I stumbled upon interesting research that gallstones are from your mouth, from disease in the mouth. And the reason I kind of started doing the research is I'm working on a book on detoxification and I'm covering a lot about the microbiome and its relationship to all the different detox organs in the body and of course liver gallbladder. And the bile is a fascinating subject. So it has its own microbiome and the bile does. And it's identical, almost identical to the microbiome of the mouth. So then people are getting gallstones and you can get them because a virus from a virus, for example, but the majority of them were, I thought, and everybody seems to think that they're coming from your diet, but here was a whole new thing for me. The microbes are the same as your microbes in your mouth. So if you're having gallbladder disease, or if you're having stones, look to the mouth too. Don't just have your gallbladder, you know, cut out, because that's what everybody does. They have this painful attack. They go to the doctor who always says to take it out. And they don't want that to happen again. And so, and maybe they don't want to do the work to have a healthy gallbladder again. Maybe they think it's going to take too long. So they cut it out. So that's like probably the most popular surgery in America today. Who would have thought it was related to our mouth? So another thing too, that I thought was fascinating was the gut, you know, the major species like Formicates and Bacteroides and so on, they're in both places, but as you mentioned earlier, one of the reasons I really didn't get a lot into the mouth is that it has all these bacteria that I have never heard of before, and I have they're really hard to pronounce or memorize, and they are different. I mean, they're in that same group, like they are Firmicutes or they are Bacteroides or Prevotella, for example, but they have completely different names. They they're different microbes. That I thought was interesting too. So anyway, that's kind of, oh, but bacteria, viruses, and even archaea, you know, I think a lot of people don't even know what archaea is. that We have archaea in our mouth and that is almost impossible to kill. But something I came across in my relentless research is that archaea can't grow unless there's yeast like candida there. So yeast can grow in the mouth too. So can you take what I've just said and kind of run with any of that? Does that spark any thoughts
1: in your mind? It sparks a lot, but you know, I just wanna to try to keep people really clear on why it really matters to clean it up. You did mention something at the beginning that's very important. It's just basically this idea of what can possibly be contributing to my body's chronic, even low-level inflammation, We're not talking about the kind of inflammation that you hit yourself, you swell up massively, there's a huge amount of pain, you can't do anything else and you have to take care of it right away. This low-level inflammation that you're talking about on a cellular level, I think this is where the problem exists. When the body is subjected to so much chronic, constant toxicity, right? That's what we're talking about here with poor oral health. What's happening is, Cells are breaking down. And that's why when you mention gallstones, could it be from poor oral health? What the heck does this got to do with each other? How can I connect the dots? I think it's very, very simple to just appreciate that if the mouth is filled with toxic debris spilling into the rest of the body, whether it's from mercury-based silver fillings and having heavy metal toxicity, which is horrible for the cells, bullying out, nutrients that it needs to survive and lodging in those cells heavy metals lead cadmium mercury of course all neurotoxic all deadly to the body so that's going on fully infected root canal treated teeth which no matter what don't shoot the messenger it's going to happen to you if you have them between about 18 months and beyond most likely they're fully infected And you're not walking around. Oh, it's killing me. So you've got all this disgusting bacteria that's in there. Then there's waste products that are spitting out from those bacteria. They are mixing with your saliva every time you're drinking, you're eating, even breathing this stuff in like mercury vapors going right through the tissue into the brain. So all of this is pouring into the body and it's causing cells to break down to become more inflamed to break down in their function. And then no matter what it is that you eat, this is where it gets a little confusing if you can't connect these dots. But hopefully I'm keeping this as simple as we can get about this and keep it very significant at the same time. The bottom line is if you're really toxic from poor oral health, then even if you're eating reasonably well, even if you're taking the best quality supplements, it's like pushing a huge stone up a hill. You go up a little bit with a lot of effort, eating well, supplements, meditating, exercising. But you take 5, 6, 10 steps back every day until 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s and beyond. Oh, What happened to me? I thought I was doing really well. What's going on here? Why did I get this stone over here? What's going on with my liver? I never had gut problems before. I've been, like you say, people say, I don't understand. I was reasonably healthy for years and years. But it's the bathtub analogy, Donna, right? It's the toxins are building and building and building. And nobody in the house notices a thing. But believe you me, Everybody notices when the water is spilling out over the tub, all the toxins, spilling out onto the floor, rotting the floorboards, and then your second floor crashes down into your first floor. Everybody sees, hey, we got a problem here. It's exactly what is happening to millions of people. This is where people are getting blindsided because they don't see those things. And, and again, it may not be oral health, but for millions of people... This is most definitely going on. You might be working next to a garbage dump for years and years, saying, I got to do this for my paycheck. But breathing in those fumes is causing you the headaches and all the health problems, autoimmune disorders, skin problems. That may be your thing. But this is a huge warning for the vast majority of the people who are listening to this program, Donna, who feel like they are taking pretty good care of themselves. But in all honesty, they're struggling. They're struggling with brain function, inability to concentrate really well, to be present, to feel calm. You mentioned COVID, to feel like you can handle the stress of today because your nervous system is so fried, but you can't understand how could this be? You're eating so well. You're cooking at home. You're meditating or exercising or trying to have the best attitude possible, but things still feel like they're slipping for you. They're slipping down the mountain. You're not making forward, upward progress. That is usually one or two at the most great toxicities that you're exposed to, whether it's mold, undetected mold in the house. And of course, what we're talking about today. Everything happening in the mouth from mercury based silver fillings to root canal treated teeth that are fully infected, cavitations, bone infections that are undetected and not painful. And we could talk about how to uncover these things and gum disease, undetected and undealt with gum disease that your conventional dentist, they don't have a chance in the world to help you. And I'm not knocking them. They do what they can do. It's just a warning for everybody listening. Stop relying on a conventional dentist to warn you about this stuff. It's not going to happen. And I'll tell you this, Donna, with all sincerity and with plenty of compassion in me for everybody out there, don't even expect it from a lot of biologically trained dentists. No offense to them. They mean well. They went to a meeting. They got certified. They put themselves out as biological dentists. They're good people, good souls. All that is, you know, check, 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 all good. But what about their hygienist? And I'm talking just real business sense for a moment. You may have a great dentist who wants to do well, but he's having a problem with his staff. And the hygienist is eh, not that great. A young hygienist is in there checking the mouth, checking some pockets. Most of the time, Donna, people aren't even being told what their pocket size is. Is there gum disease without even necessarily bleeding in the gums? Is it getting worse and worse? They have no idea because they go to the office, they get their dental hygiene appointment, they're cleaning, and they walk out of there clueless about what's happening in the mouth. There's a a test you can do. With a microscope. So you take a little saliva, they stick it on a slide under the microscope and they can check the bacteria, like you were talking about before. Just what's going on in my mouth? The vast majority of biological dentists aren't even doing this. Where you buy the microscope, you know, what is it, a few thousand dollars, whatever, get certified and know how to do it, and have the staff that can back it up and put it into play for every dental appointment. I've been exposed to it. I know the difference. And it's night and day to be able to see, do you have a super highway of spirochetes and really nasty looking stuff under a slide that is just all over the place on the slide? Or is it nice and quiet, like a moon crater, right? You're staring at it and there's no movement at all. Everything's quiet as can be. That's what you want for that slide that gets stuck in a microscope. So... You know, do people know this kind of stuff to motivate them to hydrofloss and clean up their mouth? Donna, most people don't know. And that's why this all goes on for years. The assault is there. The injury is there. And then, yes, cancerous tumors can form because of this. Gallstones can form. Fatty liver disease can happen because you've just been eating even pretty good fats But your cellular functions breaking down, your liver starting to clog up. And again, you were doing pretty well with all kinds of lifestyle habits, but you still end up suffering with fatty liver disease or leaky gut because of toxicity in the mouth. So that's why it always comes back down to what I'm clearly making the point of right now, Donna, which is clean it up. Get it off your plate as an issue as soon as possible. And don't freak out. If you can't do it tomorrow, that's fine. But make it a priority and start working on it. Find a really good dental office that you can really speak to and you feel good. And you know these things are being taken care of. And you'll be doing a lot for your future health. You know, I can only talk about, Donna, the things that I've done in my life. From everything I learned from all of these experts, you know, Over 300 integrative healthcare providers and over 500 programs I've created in all these years now. I learned a lot, but there's (laughs) nothing like doing. And when I made it a priority and I put it behind me, especially when it came to the mercury-based silver fillings, getting them out of my mouth, I have never looked back and I have never felt better. So I would encourage everybody to do the same because it's a good feeling.
0: Okay. So basically, just to put it in a nutshell, you absolutely can not heal if you have a mouth problem, bad, unhealthy gums. And you mentioned flossing in your teeth, brushing your teeth. Everybody does that. That's not enough. So we're going to get into things to do, but you know, and also like, I would love to find a dentist that does much, much more looks under the slide. I don't have, I live two blocks away from a outstanding recognized dental school. And they don't know it. So I don't know what they're teaching them over there, but I've never seen a dentist that's, you know, that knows this stuff. And they seem pretty okay with what they do. You know, they graduate, go into business and they think they're taking care of people. But, uh, so I really want to go into what we can do at home. And of course, how to find somebody that can go to that level. And I'd like to cover ozone because I, I am a huge believer in ozone therapy for people with long COVID. I know a lot about what's going on in these people, and you've got to kill a lot of things. These viruses that have been awakened and the spike protein, they all have to be killed, and ozone does that very, very well. So I finally, after hunting around, found somebody about 25, 30 minutes north of me that can do ozone, so I was thrilled about that. But just to back up a little bit, so maybe we should start, oh yeah, I did want to add. You know, I love to study genes and I'm really into anti-aging, understanding why, why we age and why are we aging way before you need to. So this is another reason because everything we are talking about is causing DNA damage and DNA in a kind of another nutshell, DNA damage is why we age this inflammation. Everything's causing the damage to our DNA, our genes, and then we age. So I was going to just throw that in as a, Issue, but anyway. So, how do you find a good dentist? Since we aren't probably going to go out buy our own microscopes and learn how to use them, I have actually tried, and it's hard. For, I don't can't. I don't seem to be able to see the bacteria very well. I haven't been trained that well, actually. But so, what I'm wondering is, in medical schools, are they teaching people to still use mercury? And unbelievable if they are. And then also, how can you find a good? dentist that's beyond biological dentists. So that's probably what people are all looking for is I'm going to find myself a biological dentist. They'll know what to do. And then how much of it is our responsibility and how much do we need the biological dentist? And if you want to, and then let's come back to some of those big problems like the root canal, because I've asked so many people if they have a root canal and they, so many say yes, and they think it's fine to have one because they don't know what's going on underneath. And I, I've always read that within a year, like eight or nine months, that root canal is infected. Just happens. So back to the biological plus dentist that we all need. How do we find one?
1: <laughs> right. The place that I direct people to is the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, iaomt.com.org. You'll get to the same site. You can find a practitioner that you may have to travel to go see. But before you travel, Donna, what you said before is who's responsible. I think everybody knows what I'm about to say. We are responsible. We're responsible in finding a dentist that makes sense to us. So you can simply go to iaomt.com.org, International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, it's an organization that certifies, you know, puts dentists through training and they'll get certified and they'll certainly proudly tell you that that's where they came from. But the bottom line is, like I said to you before, you have to call. You have to make a phone call to that office. You know, does your office know anything about the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology? You know, you could go to the website first to check out which practitioners to, to reach out to, but you never know. A practice may be sold, and then it's somebody else who owns it. You know, so you just have to be sure yourself. Then you call up the office, and it's great to speak to the front desk. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hold on a second. You know, if you get things like that when you're calling, then, you know, something's going on there. It doesn't exactly feel the best, and I know some of the best in the United States in terms of biological dentists. And Donna, they don't answer the phone. I'm not sure how to answer your question. I don't know. And that is literally what you'll get if you're calling an office that's like a little out to lunch. So you have to call. There are dentists that will give a consultation. They won't charge you. Then eventually you'll go into that office. You can ask things before you go. Do you give out fluoride? in your toothpaste and mouthwash is fluoride okay you could even say something like i use fluoride is that all right something very disarming you can do when you call to get an honest answer from them listen i think i might have a filling can you put in mercury fillings is that okay what's their answer if they say sure hang up and find another dentist you know So it's just these common sense things that you want to do after you've done your own research. As you mentioned, Donna, I did a whole program, in-depth program with lots of the best experts in terms of toxicity and issues in the mouth. I did a whole program on that that people can study, understand what to say, what to look for, but then it is a matter of doing the work, as I did, Donna, no different than what my wife and I did. We learned all these things. It was part of our work. We were heavily involved with it because it was our business to do it. But then on a personal level, we searched and searched and found who resonated with us. Traveled an hour and a half each way for all of our appointments. When I used to be up in New York, now I'm down here in Florida. And we travel an hour, a little over an hour to get to the dentist where we go now but it's one of the best. And, you know, with each one of those, there's still little shortcomings. But as my wife always says, you have to choose your battles, right? So the bottom line is just to find if it's a mercury-based silver fillings, I found one in New York with the best hands in the world. A great technician, great protocols to protect himself, his staff, myself. He extracted them flawlessly, four different visits for four different quadrants of my mouth, right and left, upper and lowers, four visits, not a single problem because I got a really good technician, right? So depending on what your needs are, if you don't have any of those needs, but you've got to get a good dental hygienist in the office, honestly, you're going to see that hygienist more than you're going to see the dentist. So it's a matter of finding the right office, but then you're going to have to go in and see that appointment for a dental cleaning. Donna, if your dental cleanings are 30 to 40 minutes and boom, 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 you're in and out, a little polish, a little scrape, 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 and you're done. And there's never a mention of bacteria, gum pockets in particular, and what size they are. It's a great test. Just go to the dental office and have a dental cleaning. And if you're not being told without saying anything at all what your gum pocket size is for each and every tooth, outer and inner side, where they take a little sticky probe, you know, a little needle type thing on a, on the end of an instrument, a little handle, and they just poke it in there. Some people are very sensitive to that, but that's just the way it is. They stick it in and they give you a pocket size. If they go and they seem to be doing that boop, 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 real quick and they're not doing six points for each tooth. Already they're rushing, but it's also an indication how, you know, you're not in the best hands if they're not even reading out the numbers to you. And so you have to understand that one, two, three, kind of low pocket size, close tissue to the tooth, you're okay. But every time you go to the dental office, if they're really good and they're giving you feedback and you had twos and threes and now you got fours and fives, you're already going in the wrong direction, whether you're bleeding or not. That is going to gather up more bacteria, more rot, more infection, and more trouble for you. So every time you go, you need to understand gum pocket size, which is so strongly connected to one of the four big issues, gum disease. Cavitations, gum disease, root canal treated teeth that are fully infected, and those mercury-based silver fillings that you've got to get out of your mouth. Those are the four biggies that are going on. And with the right office, you can work these things out. And then, of course, if you like, we could talk a few minutes about what to do at home to actually reverse gum disease and to keep all these problems away and, and keep that inflammation at bay, right? You want to reduce your risk of any kind of cellular inflammation, which clearly goes towards increasing your risk for all kinds of illnesses. It's that simple.
0: Well, it sounds like the well-trained hygienist is even more important than the doctor. So is there special training for hygienists? Because most of them just do the standard, you know. Thing. No, it's
1: a, they have to just go out there and do it themselves, to be honest with you. There you are, mean they have to learn?
0: So, they have to yeah, learn. they
1: have to learn on their own. I mean, mm-hmm. the ones that I've been with are, you know, bottom line, like you and I, Donna, just super passionate about what we do. And that's how it leads you in the direction of being someone that is really present with a person that's in the chair to really speak to them about significant, important things, not just bada bing, bada boom. And you're in and out with a little cleaning and you think everything's fine. It's, it's not where it's at, Donna. Not, not when it comes to somebody who's dealing with health problems, right? It's hard enough to talk to people who feel fine. But this is very important message for anyone that's struggling for any kind of issues from the brain dysfunction all the way down and through the body with physical pain, digestive problems, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, which leads to the heart disease. These are all serious conditions. And when you couple it, whereas most of the time, It's exactly what's going on at the same time. Really poor toxic mouth, poor oral health, and these existing conditions are really a one-two punch that has got people heading in a very bad direction in a hurry. So it's important to get this toxicity out and removed, and you'll actually see that these things will actually subside. You will feel so much better, and then as your energy, your spirit, mentally, you're physically feeling better. Hello, now you have the energy and will, the desire to do even more. But first step is always to get away from the greatest toxins that are going on in your life. And poor oral health is definitely one of them.
0: Let's go into this for, well, we don't have to cover mercury, but let's go into root canals, for example. Just to say a little bit about each of those other three.
1: I mean, root canal treated teeth, look, It's a drill and fill thing first for millions and millions of people. Ow, my tooth hurts. Oh, you go in. Oh, you have a cavity. Don't worry. Drill and fill either then or the next visit. You go home. Ah, my tooth still hurts. Now what? Boom. Next step, putting it really simple, but for millions of people, this is exactly the path. Hey, I've got an idea for you, dentist says to the patient. Let's do root canal treatment. We're going to just kind of drill in there we're gonna take out all the stuff they're not even gonna say it most of the time but the fact is they're killing the nerve and they're killing the tooth but we're gonna be able to save the tooth and that's what you read on the internet hey root canal treated teeth are perfectly safe there's everything great and rah rah what's wonderful about it is you'll be out of pain And you'll be able to save the tooth. That's the big thing. Obviously, for younger people, nobody wants to walk around toothless in front of people. Very embarrassing. It's a big deal. So that's what they play up. Wonderful. You'll keep your tooth. What they don't play up is that the tooth is now dead. And like the analogy of a bad spot on the inside of your shower... That's getting moist over time, some dirt and grimes, shampoo, whatever kind of stuff. Then it dries and it cakes up and it gets dirtier and dirtier and darker and darker. That's exactly what's happening with a root canal treated tooth. The infection is there very soon. Yes, Donna, it does depend. Nine months, 12 months, mainly for 18 months and beyond. Most people be surprised how horrific it is if they get that root canal treated tooth extracted. It smells horrible. It's pus all around it. You do not have to have a degree to know that you've removed something that has been constantly toxic in your body. The point is though, for sure, that this is what builds up over time. And it's a dead body part. Nowhere else in medicine do they leave a dead body part in your body, sew you up and say, yep, you're good to go in conventional dentistry. It's widely accepted as just fine and as no problem at all, and nothing could be further from the truth. So, but nobody
0: does want to lose their teeth. So, and they right. so things are done to the teeth, like people put on veneers, you put on a crown, the posts, you know, the teeth with the posts going into them. What about? Can you speak to those?
1: Yes, I mean, look, everybody's decision is their own. It's a personal decision. It has to be reviewed with a dentist, but. Again, to gloss over this really quick, it's definitely not doing it service. If you do have to pull the tooth and you want to get another tooth in there, you know, titanium or zirconium implants. Yes. Titanium is not something that most dentists are leaning into as much anymore. And so these implants are, can be okay, right? But certainly much better than keeping a fully infected root canal treated tooth in there. There are bridges, partial bridges, you know, like fake teeth you can put in between. Everybody's situation is different. If you're in your 60s or 70s or beyond in your 80s and you have a root canal treated tooth somewhere way in the back and nobody can see it, could you leave that blank, empty space? Sometimes that might be just fine. And then pulling the tooth is a very low cost alternative to just get that toxicity out of you. And you're much better off. But you can see where this is not such a simple answer. But there are fixes, and they are way better than leaving that root canal treated tooth in there that's infected.
0: And, and then, get, Jonathan, when the tooth comes out and the infection's there underneath it, how do they treat the infection underneath
1: the tooth? You've got to clean to the bone, and that is always a touch-and-go thing, depending on how deep the infection is. I love how you brought up ozone. Ozone is not done at every dental visit, but absolutely, you can use ozone as a matter of fact to avoid having a root canal treated tooth. You have that pain, you know. If you backward engineer this to a person that's hurting, and then you start getting into hydroflossing and a little oil pulling, and use some essential oils on the area at home, but when you go to the dentist. They can do some ozone treatment, whether it's the water and the gas, and it permeates everywhere, and it can neutralize some really bad stuff happening in your mouth and calm it down, where all of a sudden, you don't need to have that root canal treatment at all. You don't have to have that procedure. So ozone is a great idea and is definitely an option that you should look into. Again, it's going to depend on the dentist, though.
0: You're wanting to do things at home. What about hydrogen peroxide? What would you recommend for home right. treatment?
1: Excellent, but just a simple thing that if we had millions of people tomorrow, Donna, doing this, hydroflossing is a bucket of water and it's you know just pulsating water that just gets right deep into the gum line, down deep. And when you're using a hydrofloss, you could put a drop, if you want to get fancy, you could put a drop of iodine in there as well. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, Hydroflossing is going to reduce pocket size. And if you did that once a day, again, depending on the severity of the problem, Donna, some people two, three times a day, they're going to have to do it. If there's bleeding and the blood is rushing out, don't panic. The first day, two, three days, four days, maybe a week or so, you're going to start noticing the bleeding starts going down. That's good news. That's what you want to see. But the bleeding may be there at the beginning as you're doing that. But it's a wonderful way of cleaning out the mouth.
0: Do you have a piece of equipment or machine that you recommend for hydroflossing?
1: Yeah, yeah, just a hydrofloss machine. You just look it up on the internet. It's the one that I use. And it's a hydrofloss that you'll see. That's what the actual unit is called. Oh, it's actually called? uh, Okay. The hydrofloss, yes. Yeah, it's hydrofloss, just a bucket. And you plug it into your electrical outlet. And that's how it's run. You fill it up with water. Some people who are bleeding quite a bit will be pleasantly surprised. You might need two buckets for that time. But the whole thing takes a few minutes. And you just get all on the outside, down low at the gums. You know, it comes with tips. Depending, again, on the gum pocket size, you may have to get tips for these hydroplots where the water shoots out, where it's more narrow focused. You may have to get those tips that are meant for pocket sizes that are five, six, or seven or even, you know, heaven forbid, even larger, you may need that different kind of tip that you're gonna have to have to get deep in there. But the point is just get all on the outside and on the inside of the tooth, deep close to the gum line, on the upper and the lowers, and you may have to do two buckets, but on that second bucket, you notice less bleeding, that's a good sign. You're cleaning things out. And the whole thing here is consistency just like eating well or exercising, nobody in their right mind would say, look, I had an organic salad seven months ago. I should be good to go for the rest of my life. I exercised (laughs) last year and come on, I did a lot last year. I shouldn't have to do any more exercise for the rest of my life and my blood pressure should be down. My heart rate should feel very normal and I should be all done. I don't have to do that again. Of course, it sounds like I'm joking around. But this is the problem with oral care. A little oil pulling, eh, I did it for a month, Up, oh, I stopped. Hydroflossing, eh, I did pretty good. My visits are getting better at the dentist. Eh, now I stopped. The consistency is what matters. And over years and years, you can then look back and say, you know what? No news really is good news. And that's what I want for everybody out there. It's just locking into some really good habits. And then what will happen is you will notice everything's fine. You're going to the dentist, no cavities, pocket sizes are small, no mouth pain, you feel good. That's what this is all about, Don, is getting to that point of doing certain routines that are easy to manage regularly, keep it up, and they serve you every day. I can't think of a better investment than to do what we're talking about.
0: Well, I'm now agreeing with you because, you know, I specialize in gut health. All of our products are about gut health and, and I, I, fortunately have healthy teeth and everything, but, and I'm sure that it's because the way I eat and the fermented drinks and vegetables and all are hugely important. But now I see things so differently. And with people with irritable bowel, CIFO, CIFO, any of that, I'm now going to make sure that they know about this and they listen to the podcast because I'll never be able to explain it like you are. But you mentioned oil pulling a couple of times. I tried that and I just, I didn't like it. So now <laughs> convince me that I should be doing it, please.
1: Well, I'm not going to convince you. It's that simple. Oil pulling at the beginning when I first learned it, a little, you can overdo it, right? The idea is was- not to kill everything, right? We don't want to do chemotherapy to our body with natural things, right? So oil pulling, the idea is this fat. You're going to take like say a quarter or half a teaspoon to start off. The reason why I say that is because it produces a lot of saliva. So, and again, I'm not making fun, but it's It's funny to think about. If you're making the beginner mistake of taking a big spoon, teaspoon of coconut oil, shoving it in your mouth and just kind of, you know, squish, swishing it around very quickly, you're going to have this massive amount of liquid in your mouth. You can't hold it. And then you got to spit it out, which hopefully people will do in a garbage can. You do not That's want to spit out oil pulling liquid in your plumbing because you will muck it up. But the problem is that people do it too much coconut oil in their mouth, which then generates too much saliva and as no good. It doesn't work. And people are doing it way too long. You know, like stick in some oil, take a shower shave, whatever you have to do, check emails, 20, 30 minutes, it's not necessary. If you do about 10 minutes of it, and you're swishing it around, and then you spit it out, it's a very clean feeling, and you don't, if your mouth, again, who are we talking to? If your mouth is good, pocket sizes are small, you don't have any big issues going on from being checked out at a biological dentist, two, three times a week, It's just a thing you throw in. Don't get crazy about it. It's just one of the many things. I have a neem peppermint oil. Oh, I was going to ask
0: you, would you put some uh, essential essential oils in your coconut
1: oil? So essential oil blend that actually what I was going to say, Don, is I don't do that with oil pulling. I'll just simply, I have a blend. It's a formula and I'll just tilt it one drop and then just kind of go like that with my finger all around, kind of feel the gums light up a little bit, feels fresh, feels nice. And it's one drop, boom, on my mouth. Maybe I do that a few times a week as a habit. I don't even think about it now. It's just the bottle is there. I'll grab it when I'm done with hydroflossing, which I do almost every day of the week. I try to keep that up a lot. Doing these things and mixing them up just keeps the mouth, really okay. And proof is in the pudding, right? No pun intended. People should not be eating pudding. That's really bad for the, for the gum. <laughs> I agree. But yeah. proof is in the pudding that when you go to the dental hygienist and you ask, how do I look? What are my pocket sizes? And you know your numbers. If the numbers are there and maybe even a little less because they were a little elevated, whatever you're doing, Donna, it's good. And people shouldn't get too hung up on, should I do it this many times or that? The idea is to just get a good, consistent weekly routine every single week that is keeping your numbers low in terms of gum pocket size. And that's really a good indication that your oral care at home is rock solid.
0: Great. This is important. You're saving billions of teeth right now, Jonathan. I'm really glad we decided on this topic. All the other ones like Alzheimer's are important too. But I wonder too about crowns. Like, can they get infected the way a a canal, root canal
1: can get The simple answer is yes, Donna, right? It depends. Mm -hmm.
0: Therein lies the problem
1: with practitioners, right? So the 3D x-ray is really the best kind of x-ray. Yes, it's radiation for a very quick amount of time, but it gives a 3D look of what's happening in gums and the teeth. It's really the best way a bite wing x-ray, you know, zap, 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 you know, they have you to bite down on this little film and they zap Mm -hmm. you with a little radiation. Those x-rays honestly are not the best. And again, it comes down to a practitioner as well, the hygienist inserting them. Did they get a good picture? Does the dentist have a lot of training? Have they got a good eye to then evaluate this because the hygienist cannot do the evaluation for you? So, These kind of things come down to the practice of the individual dentist. The short answer is yes, they can get infected in there and God forbid somebody gets a crown on top of a poorly cleaned out area before the crown is put on. That's where millions of people have their problem. But then there's also the nuance of just being able to be good as a dentist to insert those crowns, to put those uh, caps on and and to do that kind of work. It just takes a really good practitioner, Donna. And like anything else, it's hard to find good help. And so it's just important for people to first be aware of this and then to do the work. Because again, like I've been saying over and over, there's nothing that's more important. And don't wait to the 11th hour, because then the stress is so high, it's really hard to deal with things. So I hope I'm speaking loud and clear to a lot of people listening to this who are like, "Ah, I'm fine. Hopefully they're still listening that this is this important to do it now. My father died of Alzheimer's disease. He did not know anyone or anything on this earth in any way at all. He was in another realm for a long time, sadly, a blessed memory. But my dad was not my dad for many years at the end. And the toxicity was, he was exposed to a lot of toxicity with his work. But again, when you even bring up a little bit of the idea of, you know, genetics, I know is a small, could be potentially significant part of why people deal with the problems they do, Donna, that was all I needed to know to motivate me to kick in and appreciate the concept of epigenetics. And I got to do everything I can in this world right now for my future health to protect my brain and to protect my health because I don't want to end up just bedridden for years and what a stress to my family members. So did I?
0: Me too. That's a big motivation for me too. I don't. It has been since I was seven. I saw my great grandmother who probably wasn't even that old, and I was seven. But anyway, they rolled her into the room in a wheelchair. And she was, her hair was so thin and very, very white. You could actually see her scalp. She had spots everywhere. And she was in a wheelchair, so she obviously couldn't walk very well and flabby arms and legs. And I remember thinking, you know, we're young and everything's fine when we're young. But then we go out like that. And I thought, and so my father just died and I was having all these conversations with God. And I said, I can't believe God would do this to us. And I figured that it's us. We must be doing something to end up like that, and whatever it is, I'm going to find out. So, I've been on that path for a long, long time, and it's also why I love your summits. I think, for you know, right now you've got the, a new an oral summit out, and for people listening, the experts on the summit are the people Jonathan's talking about, who you want to go to, who you want to learn from. And the summit will be over by the time we get this edited and out into the world, but you can still buy it. You'll always be able to buy it and share it. I mean, it's, I mean, they're amazingly cheap. You can't take a course in college anywhere for what a summit costs. So, and a lot of work goes into a summit. I know that. And you're amazing, Jonathan. You put in the best and you put so much heart and soul into every single interview. So, please. Madonna,
1: just so you know, I'll jump in real quick. Mm-hmm. It is available for people to view at no cost if they sign up even afterwards, after this airing that we're in right a now. Oh, really? Oh. So, yeah, it'll always be available for people to enter their name and email address. They just go to com, and they can get access to watch a little bit, see if it resonates with them. And then, yes, like you say, it is available if they well, want Well, that's
0: to that. amazing. And that also tells me a lot, everybody else listening, about your heart. I mean, truly in this to help people. So, Jonathan, before we leave, by the way, I want to tell you, I listened to the podcast with Thomas Levy, and I've never ever seen anybody explain what free radicals are. And of course, that's what's happening in the mouth. I did want to mention something we didn't talk about, bad breath. A lot of people are concerned about their breath and it could be coming from a digestive tract, but for sure, you know, gum disease for sure. So I know people are sitting here thinking, and you can say no if you want, what is the name? Do you mind giving out the name of your dentist in New York and in Florida? And again, the i a o m t dot org, and I wanted to mention medicine. One more thing, medicines. Like everybody eventually seems to be taking medicine at some point. I know. I hope I never will. I certainly don't. Never. I don't need any. So thank God. But not just thank God. You know, I work at that, but medications are also in there screwing up your mouth and we didn't bring that up but I'll throw that in at the end here but again do you mind mentioning your two doctors because you know everybody's wondering and especially the name of where they can go to find a doctor like that and traveling an hour and a half a couple times a year or several times in the beginning you know more often in the beginning to get your mouth straightened out that is nothing I would fly anywhere book myself into a hotel, maybe find a family member that lives in Florida or New York or somewhere, and fix this problem because you made it very, very clear. It's super important to handle. You can never get well. Let's say that again. You can't heal if you don't heal your mouth. So I'll let you take over.
1: No, what you just said is great at the end there about if you're suffering with a serious health problem, It is nothing to go to someone that you're really comfortable with, stay at a hotel for two, three, four nights, whatever it is, do the procedures that will have to be all done sort of in a much shorter period of time without such long breaks in between. I had the luxury of feeling pretty okay, so I took a longer time to do it, but God forbid you have stage three, stage four cancer, you have serious energy problems, you're dealing with major problems with difficulty moving Dr. Levy, you mentioned who had a huge life altering experience with Dr. Hal Huggins, one of the uh, pioneers of blessed memory, he's no longer with us. He had tremendous intimate knowledge of how Dr. Huggins operated in his office. He would see people coming in with their wheelchairs and then when they were done with a visit and they alleviated all the problems in the mouth under anesthesia, and getting all of it done in like six, seven, eight hour procedures, they would get up recovered and walk. And done. I know what that sounds like, but you're talking about the pressure on meridians and energy pathways in our body, the incredible real burden that that was. And then when it's alleviated, the person's literally walking and feeling so much better and out of pain people with chronic pain issues in their body. And when they cleaned out their mouth, the pain wasn't there anymore. So visiting a dentist is great. I had a great technician on Long Island, New York. His name is Dr. Leonard Fazio. He took care of all of my mercury-based silver fillings. Dr. Reed Winnick is in Manhattan. He's in the city. And again, I'm very biased, but hands down the best Hygienist is working with him, Dr. Reed Winnick in his office in New York. Her name is Tammy. And of course, people can ask and say my name and they're going to know who I am. But you know, you just call yourself, right? Don't just follow what Jonathan says. Call and see if this makes sense for you. I'm down here in Florida now. I go to Dr. David Edwards. He is the current president of the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology. He runs his office, his dad started the office. He's continuing on in his dad's legacy and just keeping it going biological holistic approach and uh very good, very conscientious. And so again, I travel What, what town is in, he in? He's in Sanford, Florida. Oh, Not Stanford yeah. like in California. Mm-hmm. Sanford, Sanford, Florida. And so again, there's so many other dentists though like that. And again, you just have to find what's best for you. You need that hands-on, really skilled dentist. You gotta have that really good hygienist as well. Maybe you go to both. In New York, I went to both because I was hooked on the uh, periotherapist is what she really likes to be called. It's like a step above a dental hygienist, but periotherapist. And when I saw Tammy... We spoke about a lot of things and she's definitely has, she's a gifted person and uh, I owe a lot of my health to both of those offices in New York because that's really many, many years ago. That's where it all started with me actually doing more than just what I knew, but putting it into practice in those two offices helped me a lot. Down here in Florida now, it's pretty much a lot of at-home care, but I do go often Or checkups, you know, I don't go once a year. Oh, it'll be fine. I'll wait till next year to see them again. No, it's like every quarter, sometimes every five months, because I'll miss. I'm so busy that I don't get there. But it's on a pretty regular basis, three, four times a year. I'm going, again, the main reason, just to check gum pockets and to make sure I'm doing okay. And it keeps me honest, Donna. Mm -hmm.
0: I know where Sanford is. My parents eloped there that's where I first heard about it. But anyway, Jonathan, this is amazing. You're amazing. And like I said, you're going to save millions and millions of teeth. I hope people share this and ask the people you share it with to share it because this is so vital. And I'm working on a book for long haulers. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great book. It's I've got I know exactly what's going on with them, but now I'm going to definitely put in a chapter on oral health. And and it's a game changer for me. I totally understand. Nobody can get well from anything, cancer, irritable, IBD, or any gut problem, arthritis, anything, if they don't fix their mouth. So Thank you a million times over, Jonathan. Thank you so much for the work you do and for being on here so passionately sharing your knowledge. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. Thanks, Donna, for having me. It's a pleasure to connect with you again.
0: Body ecology is not a diet. It's a way of life based on seven universal laws that always guide us toward the truth. If you want to know more about us, about these seven universal laws, and about our amazing effective products, go to our website, bodyecology.com. Also, for a free transcript of this show, go to our website. Again, that's bodyecology.com. And of course, if you like what you're learning, we'd be very grateful for a review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you've got a topic you want to learn about, just let us know. This information does not replace the advice of your doctor or healthcare professional. Thank you very much for listening, and here's to a happier, healthier world.